time to heed the call for financial freedom. This is the Audible Advisor Podcast with Spiros Vasilakos of Athenian Private Client Group. Welcome in to the Audible Advisor Podcast. Glad to have you again. I'm Ben George alongside Spiros Vasilakos, president of Athenian Private Client Group. You can find us online at theaudibleadvisor.com. Spiros, good to talk to you again. How's everything? Very good. Very good. You know, uh, rainy season here in Tampa, but uh, we're trying to stay uh, hot and dry. Yeah, well, rainy season's kind of accurate with the way just things are across the country right now, right? It's uh, it's, uh, it's a little tumultuous at times in some spots. And I'm sure you've been getting a lot of questions just with the economy, inflation, and, and just a lot of retirement planning questions in general right now. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of confusion out there. I mean, you know, with with the way media is uh, disseminating communication, there's just so much information out there, you know, so I'd be getting a a lot of calls and and doing a lot of reviews with our clients about inflation and and what's going on in the economy and the market. And I think that's why today you wanted to kind of hone in on five questions, five kind of key questions that you've been getting, I think, a lot recently. And we're going to kind of talk about the do's and don'ts uh, and kind of answer these questions for people that might be thinking the same things. I think a lot of the things we're going to touch on today are things that a lot of people are thinking about right now. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, normally when things are a little, um, as they would say, a little out of whack, uh, we normally get a lot of these questions about retirement, certain things uh, while they're retired or even even before they're retired. They're always asking that question, you know, I'm, I'm five years away from retirement, you know, do I do this? Should I do that? Uh, so yeah, it's it's a time where we, we see ourselves very, very busy, even though we're in the summer. Well, as we go through this today, if you have questions for Spiros, anything that comes to mind, uh, theaudibleadvisor.com is the website. You can get connected with Spiros there, but also you can jot down this number, 727-754-8418. And also you can follow up anytime with questions that we talk about today or any financial planning questions you have on your mind. So let's start off with this one, Spiros, because you know a lot of people with the markets the way they are, maybe they, they need a little bit of extra money that they you know are relying on f- uh, from something else that isn't plan- panning out right now. Should I borrow from my 401k? Is that ever an option that you like to consider? You know, obviously, 401k money is always for retirement. So when we're talking to our clients, we, we, we're very strict in telling them if you're going to, you know, put money away for retirement, you know, try not to use it. Now, you know, people start using it for all sorts of reasons. I mean, you know, I, and I always, I always like to bring out the facts and I always tell, you know, the average household, you know, has a revolving credit card debt, you know, that actually has $6,000 um, in, in 2021, right? So the average household is actually carrying credit card debt. And, you know, that actually equates to uh, interest rate wise, it equates to $1,029 a year, which currently right now, if you look at credit card rates, it's like close to 20 and a half percent. And so, you know, when people ask me, you know, is it a good idea for me to actually take money out of my 401k? Well, I said, let's talk, let's talk about the advantages and disadvantages, right? So, you know, obviously if you're, you know, there's no credit check, right? So you don't have to worry about applying uh, and making sure that, you know, you're, you, you have enough, you know, your credit score is looking really good. Right. So, you know, if you have, um, you know, credit, where you know you've actually overblown that credit then you know taking money out of a 401k would be great because the interest that you're actually going to be paying in that 401k is actually going back into your account now you know keep in mind you know it's even though it's convenient and there's a lot of less paperwork and it's a lot quicker you know i always tell people you got to really focus on making sure that you understand that it's it's a loan out of your 401k but you also got to make sure you got to put the money back so they normally give you a certain period of time you know to put the money back in now 
what we've seen uh, as a disadvantage is, you know, a lot of people lose, lose their job or they walk away. They say, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm deciding, you know, I'm going to, you know, hang it up or I'm going to, you know, work somewhere else. Now, once you leave that job, that 401k becomes uh, actually a loan. So, you know, the money that you took out, you got to, if you don't pay it back, right, then it's actually considered taxable money. So then you'd have to pay taxes on that money. So, you know, these are the things that people don't, you know, realize. I mean, it's a red flag, but, you know, I do tell people if you need to take it out of a 401k, let's take a look at and let's see if there, if it's an advantage for you to do that. And if you don't have an advisor and you're, and you do it on your own, um, I would recommend actually sitting down with, with somebody, an advisor, your accountant, somebody to actually help you walk through the, the options that you're going to have. Yeah, there's some good things there I think that people might not be aware of. And it's important if you are going to go that route, have a plan, as you mentioned, but also be be sure you're paying it back. Because I know it's easy, Spiros, when you take that money out, it's it's a lot harder to put it back in once it's gone, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, the other thing that people don't understand is that not that, not that you're just paying the taxes on the money if you walk away from your job, but you're also paying a 10% penalty if you're under the age of 59 and a half. So, and then what we're also seeing is that, you know, we're seeing a lot of people not actually contributing into their 401k after they take that loan out. So it's, you know, it's a double-edged sword. You got to be very careful with it and you got to make sure you have uh, the right advisor, uh, CPA that can actually walk you through and make sure that those options are uh, valuable to you and there's advantages there for you. All right. We're talking about the do's and don'ts while you're retired. How about variable annuities for people looking to generate some guaranteed income? Is a variable annuity right for me? Well, listen, for the casual observer, somebody that hears something about variable annuities, uh, it sometimes seems that, you know, that variable annuities are terrible or they're, you know, they're, they're wonderful. So you get both sides of the spectrum. So, you know, unfortunately, the discussion is really centered on whether a variable annuity is relevant and useful to you and your set of goals, right, and your needs. So, you know, before you actually consider investing in a variable annuity, you should actually, you know, want to make sure that you're exhausting the contribution limits of your 401k, IRA, or other qualified uh, plans like a, a 403b or a 457 plan, right? So, you know, the problem is, unfortunately, the dis- discussion is really centered on whether a variable annuity is relevant and useful to you and your set of needs. So, you know, at the end of the day, what I will tell you is this. When you're looking at variable annuities, you got to understand how they work. So, you know, before considering it, you know, you may want to actually just make sure that you understand the fees, the charges, the uh, account, you know, administrative costs, you know, the investment, you know, management fees, expense fees, mortality fees. I mean, these are fees that add up into a variable annuity that can actually deplete a lot of the returns that you're you know, that you're actually receiving in those accounts and those, you know, mutual fund portfolio accounts, right? So you also got to understand that there's surrender fees as well. And people don't realize surrender fees is like a penalty. So when you're actually going into a variable annuity, some of them, most of them that I've seen out there are seven year surrender schedules, which means that if you were to take the money out within any time within the seven years, you're going to pay a penalty. Now, keep in mind, those penalties do escalate down as time goes on for every year. But if you really need the money and you wanted that money to be flexible, then you're going to have to pay a penalty. So, you know, it's something that you need to understand. The other thing is 
if you're under the age of 59 and a half, right, and you decide to take the money out, even though it's not a retirement account, right? So let's say it's not in an IRA account, let's say it's in a taxable account, and you take that money out and you surrender the annuity or not, because you're under the age of 59 and a half, you're going to have to pay not only taxes, but you're going to have to pay a 10% penalty. So, you know, I'm not saying that variable annuities are, you know, not good. But what I'm saying is that variable annuities is not for everybody. So you need to really sit down with your advisor, sit down even with a CPA and have an understanding of how these things work and make sure that it's tax efficient for you and that it meets your goals. Yeah, great advice. And that's so important to think through and and make sure you understand everything about every investment you're getting into, but especially with these variable annuities to see if they're right for you. All right, retirement traps. I know once we get into retirement, we're looking for areas where people commonly get tripped up. What are some of the retirement traps that you tell people to avoid? Listen, I I tell people, look, I I totally understand uh, no matter where you start from, uh, your path to retirement is actually, it actually includes a lot of twists, turns, and and, and actually slides. So, you know, I tell people, look, you got to understand there's going to be certain things that you're going to fall into. One, actually, that I've seen a lot currently, market volatility, right? You know, with changing interest rates, global developments, even investor psychology can actually cause markets to move higher or lower. People got to understand that, you know, uncertain times uh, can cause you to react uh, because you're you're reacting, reacting out of fear. So you have to be very, very careful with that. Now, you know, the good thing is that, you know, mar- sometimes market volatility can actually be uh, an advantage, you know, and, and, and there could be a lot of opportunities there. One, I would probably say is adding more money to your portfolio because prices are lower. So, you know, having an advisor um, with you and having a planning, having a strategy, this can actually be an opportunity for you. Now, another one that we're seeing now is actually, you know, with current inflation, high inflation, we're also seeing an upward of, you know, healthcare costs that are out there. And, you know, people are starting to say, oh my God, you know, I'm, I'm paying more money for medicine. I'm, you know, I'm paying my doctor might've increased their, their copay or things like this are happening. So, you know, one thing that you have to keep in mind is that, you know, we look at a healthy couple retiring at age 65 can is actually expected to actually pay $208,000 in lifetime out-of-pocket healthcare expenses during the course of their retirement. That's crazy. So when people see that number, they're like, oh my God, I never you know, included that into my retirement plan. Well, that's the reason why we encourage people to actually put together a plan, work with an advisor so that they can actually see you know, what their costs are going to look like. And one last thing I'll tell people, you know, if you have somebody that you know is turning 65 today and ha- you know and has almost they have almost a 70% chance of needing some type of extended care in their retirement lifetime. So, look, it's not a wake-up call as we get older, we're going to need more, you know, healthcare, more, you know, you know, medical type things we're going to need to, you know, support, we're going to need all sorts of things. So, you need to include that in your plan. Now, other than that, I mean, those are really the uh, the two things or three things that I look at that I've seen where, you know, people fall into a trap and things that they need to avoid. But, you know, hopefully uh, th- this one uh, question uh, answers a lot of your, uh, your, you know, answers a lot of the questions that you have out there. Yeah, definitely does. And I think there's one thing that you, you mentioned there that I want to follow up on here for our next question, just with the way the markets are, right? There's opportunities there. But what would you consider to be your worst enemy during financial down markets? Well, I mean, the worst enemy during financial down markets is what we're seeing now, right? High inflation, 
right? Um, you know, which actually is is really a killer for you know your purchasing power. So you're actually starting to deplete your savings, right? And that could be retirement savings too, because you're paying more for food, for for gas, for you know clothing. So you know that that is really I would probably say you know the biggest or actually the worst enemy uh, that's out there now. You know, there, there is a gentleman, you know, named Benjamin Graham. And, you know, one saying that, you know, I do tell my clients this and, and, and I, I, they, they really start thinking about it. You know, he says, you know, the investor's chief problem is even his worst enemy is likely to be himself. Right. And the reason why he's saying that is because he's talking about the human condition, the human emotion and the certain biases that uh, adversely impact you know, sound investment decision making, right? And which leads us to the question, you know, what would be considered your own worst enemy during financial, you know, down markets, right? It's that, it's your decision making during times when things are very volatile, right? So, you know, we talk about fear and greed, right? You know, these are the the two most powerful emotions that move investors um, and investment markets, believe it or not. And each emotion actually clouts uh, capability for rational and dispassionate decision making. You know, there you know there are the emotions that lead us to believe you know that prices may continue to rise, right? So people, you know, during uh, you know after not, uh, 2008, uh, you know, we started seeing the market starting to recover, and we had 14 years of great positive returns, right? So people in their mind think that, hey, the market's going to continue going up to perpetuity. Great. You know what? I'm just going to keep, you know, I'm going to get more greedy, right? Or you can have the reverse, you know, where we started seeing, you know, prices going the other way. And we saw this during the uh, financial crisis in 2008, right? So people then started making decisions, you know, and saying at that time, well, I got to get out of the market. I got, you know, they're scared, they're panicking. It's the end of the world. And so they started doing that, right? So, Here's some of the biases that we've seen. Overconfidence, right? Um, there's a gentleman, an economist uh, historian named Peter Bernstein. He actually argued that, you know, the riskiest moment uh, may be when you actually feel that you're always right, that you're always right. Hmm. So, you know, it is at that precise moment that we actually have to tend to disregard all information, right, uh, that may conflict with our beliefs, setting ourselves up for invest an investment surprise. So what this means is, you basically you think you're right. So no matter what information's out there, you're not, you're gonna exclude all that because you know that you're, you're you're right, and that can cause a disaster, right? So that's overconfidence, right? Uh, selective memory, you know, human nature, you know, we, we tend to, you know, actually forget about the past, right? And, you know, we, we, we think that, okay, you know, although we failed in the past, you know, it's not going to happen again. Well, if you make the same mistakes, it's going to happen. And prediction fallacies, you know, we have people that make these predictions thinking that because it happened at this time, I remember, you know, this happened, well, you know, it could happen again. So, you know what, let me invest or let me not invest, right? So these things can actually cause an individual to make very unpredictable decision, you know, decision-making mistakes. And you have to be very careful. And that's why I tell people it's important to work with a financial advisor and get a, and get a third party to, you know, listen to and, and, and third party information. I mean, that's what it's there for, for you to make, you know, to make an objective, knowledgeable decision. I love that quote because I, I feel that way sometimes too. When things seem too easy and you just feel so confident, I start to get worried a little bit and that makes a lot of sense. All right, uh, last one here, Spiros, uh, as we go through our retirement do's and don'ts. Should my portfolio fit my retirement lifestyle? 
Absolutely. Listen, uh, you know, how you choose to live your retirement may actually be a factor, a tremendous factor uh, in building your portfolio, right? So, you know, we have individuals that, believe it or not, you know, they start a business, they, they retire, they, they want to get back to work, they can't sit around for six months, you know, golfing and fishing, you know, they just had enough of it. So, you know, using retirement funds to start a business, you know, is actually significant risk. And I tell this to clients all the time, but, um, you know, choosing that path, you may actually consider, you know, reducing the risk level uh, of your investment portfolio to help compensate for the risks you're assuming with a new business venture. So what that's basically what I'm saying is, you know, if, if you're going to take a risk on a business, then you also got to make sure that your portfolio is adjusted to any downfalls or, you know, anything that could affect maybe, you know, your income or maybe future income, you know, so you have to really adjust your portfolio, right? So we have clients also that travel for extended periods of time. I mean, that's, you know, to be honest with you, uh, you know, I tell people, if you're going to travel, all right, I would hope that you have a financial, you know, advisor, professional money manager uh, that is actually helping you manage your retirement savings. If you're considering, you know, disconnecting yourself, especially when you're doing extended travel, we always see people, they don't hop on their computer, they're not reading their emails, um, you know, then I, I think it's very, very important that you understand that you communicate and have a financial professional helping you manage your money to make sure that, you know, you're doing the best thing for your retirement. And really the last thing is rethink, we call it rethinking uh, retirement income. So, you know, markets, because market volatility can actually um, underestimate your retirement income strategy. Well, you know, you gotta understand that, you know, it may come at the expense of someone, you know, some opportunity cost. So there are actually products and strategies that may protect, you know, you from drawing down on savings when your portfolio values is falling and a major cause of failed income approaches. So what this means is, what we're telling people, look, if you're going to take retirement uh, income and for some reason or another, you decide to tweak your retirement plan, you need more income, then you're also going to have to tweak your portfolio because it has to match, you know, and ha you have to make sure that you're consistently, you know, reaching that income goal. Because if you don't, then you're going to have a shortfall and that may happen in a couple of years and then you may run out of money. So, you know, I think that's important for, you know, people to understand. And again, if you're portfolio is not or doesn't fit your retirement lifestyle or or any life or any of you any lifestyle you don't have to be retired then it's a broken broken plan right so you have to make sure that you you know you make sure your portfolio fits um you know your lifestyle well if you have questions about whether or not your portfolio fits or anything we talked about today and we covered a lot of great stuff here a lot to process a lot to digest out of this episode but hopefully it helps you out with some of the do's and don'ts in retirement but again the audibleadvisor.com will put the, the podcast here if you want to share it with someone too. point them to the website a lot of great information hopefully you've enjoyed it and hopefully you subscribe to the show along the way but if you want to call spiros and the team at athenium private client group you can always do that at 727-754-8418 well good stuff spiros and i know we we touched on a lot of a lot of things today on this episode but really some very important points to remember for people and hopefully this helped them out you know, most important thing is, you know, don't let your emotions take you away from, you know, your plan. Don't, you know, go away from your plan. And again, you know, just keep moving forward towards financial independence. And we are here to help you. Thank you. Well, thank you for listening to the Audible Advisor podcast for Spiros Fasilakos. I'm Ben George. We'll talk to you next time.
Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Athenian Private Client Group are not affiliated.